My 13-year-old acts like a puppy again. Almost overnight, she's a different dog. Perfect poops. When people switch their dog's food to the farmer's dog, the effects can seem like magic. But there's no magic involved. It's simply real meat and vegetables with all the nutrients dogs need instead of highly processed pellets. No tricks, just smarter, healthier pet food delivered in packs portioned for your dog. It's amazing what real food can do. Get 50% off your first order at thefarmersdog.com slash nomagic50. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's time for the opening, the, the opening drive. You know it's football season when the sound effects return. I'm so pumped up. I'm so pumped up. That just like it gave me a spike in blood pressure there. It did me too. It scared me a little bit too. <laughs> I'm a little startled. I feel like a rookie in the pocket. All right. So, Dan, I want to know this before we get on to some of the um, obviously you know, looking at this game a little bit closer. But I think that there are two questions that I have coming out of the Labor Day practice. And certainly the Bears have Tuesday off. But heading into really the, the bulk of preparation when we get our first injury reports, and they're both related to key players. Jaquan Brisker's availability, he hates the Packers. That's great, but is he going to be able to play against them? And Cody Whitehair, he's got a splint on his pinky. He's got an injured hand. Is that the reason he's not snapping the ball or playing center? Because I think he's penciled in at left guard. What did the coaches have to say, and maybe Cody Whitehair himself have to say about their status? So the, the splint is on Cody's left pinky. Okay. That's unrelated to the hand injury he suffered in Indianapolis, which had him wearing some protective stuff on his right hand, his snapping hand during the last couple weeks of, of the preseason. Uh, I think that the mission here is to find the best combination of five in the places they fit the best. And the bears feel more comfortable going to the starting gate on Sunday afternoon with Lucas Patrick as their starting center and Cody Warhair playing left guard. So I think that is going to be kind of the, I don't want to say permanent alignment because we know nothing with the Bears offensive line is, is even close to permanent. But if, if given their druthers, I think that's the way they're going to line up for the entire month of September. Uh, no no uh, injury-related decisions involved with that. It's just that's the way they feel good there. Now, you mentioned Jaquan Brisker. He's missed more than a month of practice time now. We also know a year ago, Jaquan Brisker had thumb surgery after hurting his thumb during the preseason and, and pushed himself to get back on the field for the season opener and was able to do so. This is a different situation. What is the situation? I have no idea. Sticking to club rules, Jaquan Brisker would not tell us what has been bothering him. He just said that he's feeling better. He feels night and day better than he did two weeks ago. And all we've heard from inside the building is what happens on Wednesday is going to be paramount for his availability because they'll have a padded practice. And whatever it is that's bothering Jaquan Brisker, he'll see how he responds to that padded practice to see if he's ready for Sunday. Now, here's the good news. On Wednesday afternoon, after that padded practice, the Bears will have to submit an injury report to the league, which will give us the body part, the mystery body part that has been bothering Jaquan Brisker uh, for the better part of the last month. And we'll at least have a little bit more information uh, to figure out where this is headed. I know the kid wants to play. He's going to do everything he can to get himself ready. And then it's a, a matter of, does he get the clearance? Does he get the, the green light understanding that this is about more than just week one against the Packers? There's 18 weeks to navigate. 
there's a lot in that because I think that he definitely means a lot to this defense. I do wonder if he's not going to play and starts to miss some time. You know, you always worry about a guy becoming injury prone because he did miss a lot of action last year with the concussion. And early on, it took him a while to get ramped up because of the thumb. And I don't want that to be the case with a guy who I think means a lot to this group. <laughs> if you're if you're ranking impactful defensive players on the Bears, how far down do you go before you get to Jaquan Brisker? No, not far. Not far at all. And it's funny you ask that because, you know, we talked for the first few weeks of training camp about how good he looked, how how, how fast and strong and, and active, and then how loud he was on the back end with that contagious energy that, that spreads throughout the defense. And so on Monday, when we got a chance to talk to Jaquan, I said, before you got hurt, how did you feel about the camp you were having? And he said, all pro camp. You know, that was the direction it was on. He felt like he was having an all pro camp. And that's where his mindset is. That's where all these guys on the back end right now are playing with supreme confidence. They all need to be healthy. They all need to be in there together because one through five, when you've got those five starters in the defensive backfield, you feel really good about it. And to your point, Jaquan Brisker is going to be a huge playmaking piece in this defense that the Bears need uh, to take a huge jump in, in season two to go where they want to go. Was there anything to Eddie Jackson declining to speak to reporters uh, when given the chance? Is there anything to look into that? I, I don't want to make too much out of nothing. But I do wonder, because it's Eddie Jackson and he is a captain, if there's anything there. Nothing I can say on this podcast. Okay. That's really a terrible tease. (laughs) But I do appreciate where you're coming from. I I just think that, you know, these are guys, it's before the season. There's got, there can't be problems. There can't be issues. You want everything to be, you know, hunky-dory. It's, it's, they're undefeated. They're never going to be better than Packer week before the season opener. There's going to be. I, I, I will bet you uh, $200 that Eddie Jackson will speak at his locker on Wednesday and or Thursday and give a, a whole lot of time and a whole lot of thoughts and a whole lot of uh, information to us. Certainly we would have liked to have it Monday. That's all I can say. I look forward to that. Open locker room, David. Open locker room Wednesday is going to be a great, great thing because now we're back in there and we're able to uh, to farm that that fertile ground as much as we can. Last thing before we move on to some of our predictions and breaking down uh, Justin Fields' season in the way that you did in Chicago Tribune, which was very good, by the way. So when you look at um, what Matt Eberflus wouldn't say about the backup quarterback situation, which I think gets a lot of attention, but hopefully it's a moot point because Justin Fields – takes every snap and plays all 17 games, unrealistic. But what's the latest on the QB2 situation? Well, the release came out for this Bears-Packers game on Sunday. And within that release, there is a depth chart. And within that depth chart, they listed a second quarterback. The second quarterback, as of right now, is listed as Nathan Peterman. Take that at face value? Probably. I think that's the direction they've been leaning all along, understanding that they're going to want a little bit of a veteran presence in that role, at least initially. Uh, that's how they they list it on their depth chart, and, and there, there's a, a reason they go through that exercise. That would be my my guess on the way it goes. It's the same thing with, with Lucas Patrick at center uh, and Cody Whitehair at left guard. Um, we'll see if they have anything more to say about it. We'll have a chance to talk to Luke Getze, I believe, on Thursday. We'll talk to Justin again on Wednesday. Uh, but that would be my sense is that, that you would have Peterman as your two and Bajan as your emergency three. Let's uh, play this out for members of the Bajancy who might be a little disappointed here. Uh, so Sunday, with the new rules, there are three quarterbacks on the Bears' 53-man roster. All three can dress under new, the new rules. If Justin Fields gets banged up and 
the backup has to go in for a series or two. And let's say it's even a quarter and there's, he's inconsistent and he throws a pick and he wants needs to be replaced. Can the number three quarterback come in and replace him? Or does it have to be in the case in event of an injury? If he is not active, if he is not part of that active roster, if he's just the emergency QB three, then he has to, the QB two has to be injured and leave the game. Okay. Now, if QB two leaves the game and then gets cleared and is able to come back in, he can come back in the game and replace QB three. But QB three can only play if the first two quarterbacks are injured, uh, unless he is part of the active roster. The the, the whole new rule here gives gives you that it, the ability to. Um, have that guy dressed and, and able to play without using an active roster spot. This brings up a question for me. I don't know if you can shed any light on it. I don't understand why they ever uh, implemented inactive players on game day. If you've got a 53-man roster, why can't everybody on the 53-man roster just be eligible to play in that game? That's a, a question I've never really fully understood because it creates all this sort of crazy uh, uncertainty and chaos at a time when the league continues to talk about player health and safety and then a lot of games you've got five guys who are perfectly healthy and able to come to a game that can't play because you had to declare them inactive 90 minutes before kickoff it's a great question i I don't know the answer to that i think i used to know it but i have forgotten it but but i I don't know that it makes much sense to me that's something that we should get uh that sounds like it would be a good like thought number eight or nine on brad biggs's 10 thoughts on one of these Monday mornings. So maybe we'll get Bigsy on that. Uh, Believe me, I suggest thoughts. I suggest thoughts every week for Brad, and, and many of them are his own thoughts that I say, why don't you put that in 10 thoughts instead of just sharing it for me? So I will continue to push him in directions uh, that the, he hopefully the, will go. There was a time when Bigsy and I would have a dialogue going in the press box, and you said, why don't you guys get a podcast? So <laughs> I think that, you know, one of us did. So I don't know. We'll, we'll have to go back to that. But, yeah, it's a good idea. I don't understand why you have 53 guys – on the roster, if only 45 or 46 can be dressed on game day. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. Yeah, no, we'll look we'll okay. for those answers. Yeah. So any other personnel tidbits, information that uh, are relevant to the preparation before the Packers game? Look, I mean, we were out there for stretching during the Monday practice, but they seem a lot healthier than they were a week or two weeks ago. And so you feel good about uh, the direction that, that their health has trended with the season opener coming again. The Wednesday afternoon practice injury report is going to be uh, very intriguing for us to look at. And certainly uh, we'll learn more than we've learned from Matt Eberflus during this time. Um, and and that, that, that's about it. You know, we're, we're looking to figure out what the, the two offensive, the two lines look like offensively and defensively. Right. We, we haven't had a good chance during the month of August to get to get a good feel for what either of those units are going to play like when the regular season begins. So uh, worth keeping an eye on, obviously, in week one. 